Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. <clears throat> Today we're going to talk about the uh, 2020 National Alliance of Independent Crop Consultant Conference that we are down at here in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, we'll cover a couple articles in the news about Kubota and some MFP payments coming up again. In our Egg History Minute, we're going to talk about how long NAIC's been, NAICC has been going. Sorry, <clears throat> And we'll finish up with outstanding in our field so all right with me today are todd schomberg hey matt and hey all the tilthies out there bill schomberg hey guys and special guest jake geiger how's it going everybody and uh, i'm matt Bruger, all with tilth agronomy so uh yesterday we flew down here to san antonio texas uh, flew southwest did you guys like southwest i've done it before where you don't get a seat and you just get like a like a staging area like you're in a corral like your cattle and then they just let you run on there and pick a seat wherever you want yeah i think it worked out pretty good for us i don't know what you guys thought yeah it seemed seemed pretty organized uh nice trip down uh actually went pretty fast uh little first flight got delayed a little bit but hitched the second one and things went good the best was the last flight where the flight attendant you know you got three quarters of the people on and they're like just find a seat. There's no yeah. aisle or windows left. You just have to find a seat at this point. Yep. If you see a space to your left, take it. I was like when they say they can make up time in the air. Like, why aren't we doing that all the time, man? Why? Like, what took you so long last time? I know it's tailwind and all that, but yeah. It's just like I, I thought the uh, male flight attendant we had on the second flight was also pretty good with his uh, spiel, the yep. whole safety thing. My favorite was the if the love plane turns into the love boat, here's what we're going to do when he <laughs> talked about the flotation devices. So I thought that was pretty good. As I told you, Matt, on the plane, every time I fly, I will never get over when they talk about the seatbelt, about that scene in Tommy Boy when they call everybody a moron because they <laughs> mm-hmm. never have done a seatbelt before in their lives. So, And then remember the first flight, they basically, basically made us like put your devices down and watch us because that's they F- need to make F- eye contact rules. with everybody. Yeah. The the end of the first flight, I also enjoyed. I'm pretty sure it was the first flight because we had a connecting flight in Houston. Uh, it was the guy like trying to take his stuff out of the the top compartment. The, the way before they and ta- and like sir, uh, just a reminder: we you need to leave your baggage in the uh, upright compartment until the plane comes to a complete stop. And there's only one guy, so you knew he was talking right to him. <laughs> Are we talking Packers at all? Are we gonna skip it. Skip it. Sorry. It was a good season. Thank you. It was a good season. It was a fun season. Yeah. Yeah. Unexpected. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him to win more than 10 games and maybe make the wild card, so I'm happy with how she ended. It would have been nice to make her a little farther, but let's hope next year is just as good. All right. It's good to Andy Reid. On to Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. Good luck, Andy (laughs) Reid. Good luck, Chiefs. Former Packers coach, former Eagles coach, now with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So go Walrus. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into it. We're down here at the NAICC annual meeting. What does that stand for, Matt? The National Alliance of Independent Crop Consultants. It's a mouthful. It is. Uh, So Todd, Bill, you guys have been members for a few years, right? Yeah, almost. This is my fourth trip to one of these events, I think. Todd, you're fourth too, right? Fifth, Fifth. St. Louis. Yeah, we did a bunch, but yeah, it's been... Good and been members for probably 15 plus years. So, and Jake, how long yeah. have you been? Second trip now. Uh, I think I'm going on about five years of membership. Second uh, location because yeah, I went with Todd a couple years ago to St. Louis, so that was my first trip down. All right, and yeah, this is my first venture down Matt's, here. Matt's a first timer. Yep. 
breaking gets, into NAICC in a big way down here in San Antonio. Uh, what, we, what does that mean? What are you going to hey, do? After this podcast, I'm going down to the new members' reception. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, knock back a couple Lone Stars and, and get this party started. So uh, yeah. So I, so far, uh, Bill and I attended the CRISPR workshop. So CRISPR, if you don't know what that is, uh, gene editing. So instead of hybridization and uh, doing other kinds of you know selective breeding for crops now we can edit genes and introduce either remove or introduce um, the genes we want in plants so that was it was an interesting talk what do you think Bill? Well, it was good I mean it, some of it's over your head because you're not a geneticist but what I c- took away from was um, talking about you know basically we used to work in mutations and we would select the mutations we wanted so plant breeding is a you know you'd get all these different phenotypes or genotypes that you were looking for and you'd pull out you know maybe there was 30 that you got and you wanted pulled out the one you wanted we'll hear with this CRISPR technology which is actually used in humans we call it gene therapy which is actually like accepted right gene therapy is the same thing well i don't know if exactly but they use that term it's the technologies can be used in both ways okay um and which is funny when we had our fourth child in the hospital premature they talked about using some of that gene therapy and so it's interesting that in humans it's acceptable, but maybe in, in the plant world people don't think it is. Well, and that's that's the thing I think they were trying to hammer home to us this morning was we, uh, unlike GMOs, we really need to get ahead of this and help people understand that it is different. Um, we're not, as they s- said this morning, it really doesn't um, change anything. You're not introducing anything foreign. I mean, you could, but for the most part these are are mimicking nature you're you're speeding up the hybrid process instead of selective breeding over 10 years 10 15 20 100 years we're doing it in as short as a year maybe the one guy um that talked this morning said four to four or nine to 12 months that they could turn around on it seemed like most of the stuff they're doing is more so like knocking out genes yeah yeah taking out bad ones yeah or just taking out the ones that don't want that express a certain it's like then uh, they brought up the the apple that doesn't go brown as fast and yep, that okay. kind of thing. So you're taking out part of it. Bill, was there something too? I think it was the WAPAC meeting we went to this spring. Like even with like livestock, with like uh, like pigs and taking out like the swine flu uh, gene or whatever. I thought I remember hearing something about that. Did they talk anything about that? It was more so plants, okay, but plants. yeah, it was it was a lot about um, the one guy actually is using pennycress. As a field cover crop, yeah. field pennycress yeah. that we kind of kill, you know, in, <laughs> in fields. That's a weed for us. They found a way to um, to Shut basically sh- snip the genes the right way so that the pennycress would... Um, no seed? No, oh, actually no, the other way. It's the new canola. It would go the on new canola. Oh, okay. So they're, they're going to use it as a cover crop. Okay. And then the next year, because it's a winter annual, harvest it, and then the protein and oil is higher. Okay, so they would use it like so like feed substitute or oil. Yeah, okay, that's what you can mm-hmm. get out of buy it. it off the store, and they're gonna call it um, Cover Cress. Oh, it's like a, they're making a yeah, new like it's crop, a new brand. Basically. It's wow. Illinois State is heading it up. Okay, uh, he's actually trained in Wisconsin, so he had his yeah. and uh, UW some Platt w Bill was in on that project yep. too. So okay. cool. State. Yeah. shout out to the UW Platt. Nice. Yeah. What what? How could this directly affect farmers? You know what. What kind of things will they see? I mean, 
there could be a lot of ramifications here. This is a whole new kind of set of ways to change genes. Well, so the biggest thing with this cover crest was you're taking out um, like a bad oil to to purify the oil. And then the seed coat was the other thing. They were yeah. really um, taking fiber out of the seed coat to make it more um, like a conventional crop where you, it'll germinate quicker. You're not putting it in a seed bank and you don't know when it's going to come up Yeah, okay. like a weed seed so would we're be. We're hybridizing it somewhat. Basically, yeah. yeah. And, they, and then they were going to use it for fiber too. Maybe you maybe know. on a bigger picture too, just CRISPR in general. Did they have what's the take home for our farmers out there? Like, how is this going to change their everyday life? So, um, like we said, it speeds up the process of new hybrids. Um, you can do different things a lot quicker. And I think one of the other things that they they mentioned this morning that it was important is there is a GMO component to it. So when they introduce this uh, pathway to either cut or add the new genetics that goes away after after they use it so the next generation when they're selecting and and doing the breeding end of it there is no more gmo component so it's not completely gmo free there is at one time where you have a a foreign thing introduced but it doesn't stay it's not like um, traditional breeding where you're basically mutating you know, looking for a mutation that's beneficial and then trying to capture that and get it to stay in the line as you continue breeding this is um, making the plant that you want it to be and then continuing the breeding without having to select specific plants and they kind of reference you know bt that we use every day in our corn you know it's not like we took something foreign like bacillus thuringiensis and we inserted it in the genetic code it's basically just snipping it and changing it biologically what mother nature would do normally we just do it faster and it's not um random so like with bt and right. that kind of stuff it's, it's <coughs> random trials yeah right? whereas this is um, specific you're basically taking something and you're changing it um the way they described it is what when you put in this dna guide it cuts keeps cutting whatever strand you've picked out until the plant makes a mistake and creates what you want and and then you have that line that you can then breed so kind of equated a little bit to cancer because you know yeah. cells are always mutating like mutating and changing and trying to fix themselves and and when they can't that's when the cancer comes i would imagine is kind of what i took away from it so yeah so it's interesting stuff it's still i mean there's not anything this cover crest isn't out on the market they figured about two to five years um but it's something i think we're going to see more of both in the medical side of things and agriculture as well. So and they did talk about some disease resistant that they could get some crops. You know, you asked Todd about how is it going to directly affect farmers, and disease resistance was one of them that they feel they could use this technology to increase our crops in the disease end of it. Good. So yeah, any other questions you guys had? All right, let's move on to our spotlight. All right, today's spotlight. Let's start with the Kubota unveils an autonomous extractor concept. So there are always these concepts, and they got to put out their really cool models. And 
how badass they look without a cab or something. You know how different. That is most of it, isn't it? The cabless tractor, pretty much. And that's what's weird is like they don't work or anything. They're just still a concept. So um, you guys got to check this thing out. I'm just passing around the. Oh, nice. It's on tracks. Yeah. Wow, that looks like that was designed by Tesla almost. (laughs) Yeah. It kind of reminds me of the robot from RoboCop. Except for instead of on legs, it's on four tracks. I do feel like it's like Transformers where it could like stand up and be Optimus Prime a little bit. Uh, Pretty cool with the... With the orange color, it's kind of neat and different, but yeah, it looks kind of like cases autonomous, just with tracks and painted orange. Yeah, the the picture is hard to tell the the scale of it. Does it say how much, how big it is, or anything like no, that? No, I don't think they gave horsepower that I saw. Um, okay, might have missed that, but yeah, no, I I think it's just kind of a. You're right. It's. Like I feel normal. like it's probably it's pretty small. It's probably like a you know twenty or forty horse type deal. Yeah, and probably then I always love looking at old concepts but this article showed a 1970 dream dream tractor concept from Kubota and um check out their dream concept oh, i like the model it, yeah <laughs> it looks like a, a hatchback uh, looks like a car tires. with big tires yeah. yeah like a like a little car with big tires and then there's a chick model next to it with she's fully clothed with gloves on and carrying 1970s a purse. Yeah. model yeah housewife right? yeah. looks like an old gremlin with monster truck tires it does yeah. The DeLorean without the flying part of it. Yeah, so if you're interested in looking at it, Google up the um, Kubota Autonomous Extractor. Um, second article to talk about today is that um, Sonny Purdue kind of announced, I guess is the right word, but you know, didn't announce, but that the third MFP payment coming soon and that there will be no new MFP for 2020. So Trump getting the deal done or whatever you want to say. Well, started. I don't know yeah. that we can say it's done at this point. You know, but a- agreed. Um, he's good at starting stuff. Right. Yeah. And with he, the agreement, with the agreement he kind of signed, that was primarily just for two years, correct? That's not. Anything yeah. Super yeah. Long and term. it's it's no new tariffs. They're they're not eliminating any tariffs. That as far as um, what I read, it's all just pretty much tentatively like we're not going to add anything new and they're not going to add anything new at this point so yeah sunny Purdue's quote um i've told told producers all along that they shouldn't expect a 2020 mfp because they told us all along they'd rather have a trade not aid and that's what the president has delivered so i mean it's good that we're going to get the third payment um hopefully that can put us from red to black or or break even or something in some scenarios which would be good so it's funny you talk about tariffs. Just quick side note: I have to order baseballs for our summer baseball program in our little town, and I got a quote from a local vendor, and they're six dollars a case more than last year because of the tariff. Six dollar a case. Rawlings or what are you it's ordering? Diamond, here? diamond, diamond baseballs. baseballs. All right, so it's it's hitting home. It's hitting. Hasn't hit the apple pie, but it's hitting baseball. Baseball. <laughs> it's the old pastime. <laughs> Major League's going to have to jack up their prices no, pretty quick. Too late. Are yeah. you guys using buzzers in the... Uh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> no. Little League Baseball does not have the old uh, Steel the old Altuve buzzer. buzzer. So, all right. Well, let's roll into our Egg History Minute. I love that banjo music as we stroll on down the river. Uh, so today, since... In honor of being at the NAICC conference, we thought we'd uh, give a shout-out to them and congratulate them. They've uh, been going since 1978, according to the NAICC website, so uh, 
nice long run so far for them. Hopefully that continues into the future. They serve 40 states and over 700 members. So um, nothing nothing too shabby about that. No, it's good. It's cool. We get to meet a lot of people from all over the country and and world. I mean, there's guys yeah. from yep. Europe. Europe, he's pretty it. cool. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah. 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 Uh, from Europe. From uh, UK. What was it, about two years ago, you thought, Bill? They started GAIAC, which is the global yep. uh, alliance of independent craft consultants. So they're they're tying in. Um, I just love when they use acronyms and it's GAIAC, but it's not NIAC. I don't, do yeah. they say or NAC? I don't know. Yeah. With I, NACC, I guess, you guys just yeah. say the word Mostly letters, it's just been NACC. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we're here for so let's hopefully we're we're looking forward to a good conference and we'll update you guys in a few days on what we've been seeing other than uh today was just kind of the introductory stuff and the committee meetings so and while we we're down here we ran into you know some farmers obviously meet some introduce in, meet some interesting people out here so yep all from all over uh this morning my elevator ride down was uh louisiana there was a consultant there and some researchers from Kansas and some some of the I states are down here, but uh, since we're in Texas, we thought, hey, we'll give a shout out to uh, some farmers down here and consultants. So we ran into a guy named Tex. So oh Todd, yeah, Tex, should I get him on the yeah, line? So yeah, give him a call. Hello, hey Tex, are you out there? Hey, I'm out here. Yeah, where are you out at? Oh, just out here uh, looking over San Antonio. We got lots of uh, scrub brush in this area, but there is some agriculture, so kind of a nice area. I always like this area. Got some cotton in that area? Uh, I don't know if there's much cotton. I, I just grow hay. So yeah, hay. Yeah. You bale a lot of hay? Yeah, some grass hay, some alfalfa. We can always... Do some hay down here. We've got some steers and some other animals. Got some longhorns or what kind of livestock? Oh, yeah, got? we got longhorns down here. We got every. Hook them horns, huh? You betcha. Uh, big Texas Tech guy. So looking forward to the, the Super Patrick Bowl Mahomes, here with yeah. uh, our boy Patrick. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes representing. All the KC people will be happy too. Yep, you'll probably see the most uh, KC hats down here in Texas that you ever did see because. Our boy Patrick and his Texas Tech ties. So, uh, looking forward to that in a couple weeks. Our uh, lift driver on the way in when we were throwing our bags in the back said, "Throw it like you're bailing alfalfa hay." What do you think of that? So she was a farm girl. Yeah, well, it, it's a tough job. I mean, uh, not so tough anymore. We do some more that big bale stuff, not throwing them around quite as much. Got tractors and lifts and all that kind of stuff. But you know, there's a there's some value to that hard work. Makes yep. a little sweat equity. Text, yeah. <clears throat> text. How's the supply? Because we're pretty short up here. You know, from we're down here in San Antonio today, but Wisconsin, we're pretty short of hay. So, what's the what's the supply look like? We yeah. need some. Yeah, no, it's it tied all over. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll do what we can for you. I know a lot of times that uh, we ship stuff up that far up to that there Wisconsin where you boys are from. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll do what we can for you. How's the weather been over the last few months? Been wet, dry? How are things looking? Yeah, uh, you know we got a little bit wetter than usual, but we got periods of rain and then some days off and then more rain, raining today again. So you know, it it comes and goes. It's not much we can do about the weather, so just got to do what we can. 
All right. Thanks, Tex. Anything last thing to give to our our uh, growers out there? Some knowledge? No, uh, just good luck. Hopefully, 2020 is a better year, and uh, we, we'll see you out there. Good luck. All right. Thanks, Tex. What a nice guy. Yeah. Matt, you never get to ask him questions. Uh, I know. Well, it's all right. You guys do a much better yeah. job of interviewing right. these guys. Than next, week. So. Next, next week. Next week. Yeah. 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 Next, next week. Next time. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. I know. Last week, you had to go to the bathroom, and then <laughs> just... Well, you know, something. today your sister texted you, so you better <laughs> answer that quick. Yeah. Po- podcasting's hard work, and you yep. know you gotta gotta make hay while the sun shines. I'm that's sure what Tex would say. I'm sure, Tex would say that. So, so all right, well, that's a wrap for us down here in San Antonio. Uh, so, thanks for listening. And we talked about the NAICC annual conference going on right now down here in uh, San Antonio, Texas. We talked a little bit about the Kubota concept for a autonomous tractor upcoming mfp payments and hopefully a trade deal that'll continue making things a little bit better we talked about the history of naicc 1978 and still going so hopefully that'll continue on and finally we talked to tex down here in san antonio and learned about uh, a little bit of weather pattern and his alfalfa business so uh, thanks for being here guys yeah thanks for having us matt thanks for having us yep always a pleasure and as always happy farming